0: Good morning to you, my friends. And how are you doing this morning? How was your night. I hope you've all had a pleasant night rest. And God bless you. How has your week been in all? I also hope. We all have enjoyed the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ all through the week. Welcome to another weekend in His presence. And you are welcome to review. It is your host and your dear friend here, Esther. Good morning, our gracious Heavenly Father. How grateful we are for safe arrival again into your presence this weekend. This morning, we are here to give you to return. Our glory, honor, power, praise, and majesty to your holy name. Thank you, Habba, for making it possible to do so. We thank you for our gun week. We thank you for your covenant of mercy with which you dealt with us. Thank you for your faithfulness that remains. Be thou praised, O God, in the name of Jesus Oh, Abba, as we've come together this morning, I mean myself, together with my friends out there, Holy Spirit, we invite you to teach us yourself. We are here to learn from you, to study together at the foot of the cross. Teach us yourself this morning, open our hearts and our minds to receive from you. Oh, and as we go into the word, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon every heart and ears, starting together with us, receive the grace of God to apply his word unto the journey of your lives and faith. And at the end of today's session, may we return to give you all glory again. We thank you, Abel Father, in Jesus Christ's mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Welcome once more to Review, friends, and um, let's keep up or or finish a series we started last week. It's only a short one to allow ourselves for... uh, um, Christmas message or messages, God bless you. And it says, following the king, part two. Following the king, part two. So last week, we saw the sons of Zebedee, that is James and John, present their request for a place of hierarchy, so to say, in Jesus' kingdom. And when the other ten heard about their secret meeting with the king, they were furious, angry. Why were they upset? Of the two brothers, even though Jesus explained how things must work in His kingdom to them all, right? Please first come with me this morning to the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 9, where we shall be reading from verse 33 to 35. Come with me, friends, as we read from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 9. Remember we read chapter 10 last week? Let's go back to chapter 9 this morning, and let's read from verse 33 to 35. Verse 33. Start and reads. After they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, What were you discussing on the road? But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. He sat down called the twelve disciples over to him and said whoever wants to be first must take the last place and be the servant of everyone else the lord bless the reading together or if you were listening amen the other ten were angry And felt uneasy. Because, listen to this. Because they wanted the same. Or because they had wanted the same. They had all argued about this greatness thing in chapter 9. And Jesus called them to order. And they still went back. This time, two of them the two brothers, James and John, to ask this same thing. Well, almost same, which means they all never stopped nursing this thought for power, positional status in their minds, or the thought of one thinking is better than the other, and should, therefore, be favored by the king for a place of power." (laughs) After the king's answers, both times, I'm sure they probably started to wonder why they had been chosen if Jesus' mission was for service and sacrifice. Ouch! Disappointing, right? Of course, they probably felt disappointed. See, my friends, greatness or ambition is not a sin at all for Christ's followers. So please don't don't get this the wrong way. It's just that Jesus described... Leadership, greatness, ambition from a whole new perspective. The way none of us would have it, see it, or handle it. And if you want to be a follower of this one-of-a-kind king who says, The way to greatness and place of position or status is bending down in humility to serve, then you must be willing to put aside your ego and serve or make sacrifices of your time, talent, and treasure no matter how big you think you are. Greatness is good. Ambition is great. Leadership or being in a position of authority is fantastic, but but it must not push aside service, which is the way of the King, and obedience to Christ, if He is indeed our King. Do we also get the point of following this King, or? Do we understand what it means at all? I mean, you and I. Do we have any idea? Right. You see, today, I want to quickly show us a man who counted his physical greatness, achievements as loss for the sake of the King, Jesus Christ, for the sake of following knowing, serving Jesus. So please, will you come with me to the book of Philippians, chapter 3, where we shall be reading from verse 5 to 8. Please come with me, friends. As we read from Philippians chapter 3, where we shall be reading from verse 5 to 8. Verse 5 starts and reads, I was circumcised when I was eight days old. I am a pure, blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of Benjamin. A real Hebrew, if there ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church. And as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. I once thought these things were valuable. But now, I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Verse 8, where we shall stop. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ. The Lord bless the reading together. If you were listening to his word, Amen. You see, to become a follower of the servant king and wanting to serve is to find Jesus, your king, as enough, sufficient, your all, finding your satisfaction. In him alone, making him your great and exceeding reward. You see, when Paul, who was well learned, came to know Jesus, the Lord, the King, then he realized this kingdom is not about how much you know. Or you think you know how big you are or how big you think you are. It's not about your physical achievements or religious effort. He was humbled. He counted everything he had achieved. Not so much of a thing for the sake of Christ. For the sake of following the king of his heart, the king of his life. You see, the apostles served the believers, the church, everywhere he went, even in uncomfortable circumstances. He served for the edification of the believers and to the glory of God that is, for nothing in return. Friends, how do you intend to bridge the big gaps you have created because you want to be in position of authority and power? How do you intend to keep up a life of service and sacrifice in following Jesus this season and continue afterwards. Hmm. You see, we need to think about it. Or let me ask you, is Jesus still the king of your heart and life? Or you have replaced him with something, or someone else, or even yourself. Have you put yourself in that position that belongs to only Jesus, the king? I hope you haven't made yourself the king just yet, because Jesus is the only king. Are you... His follower? Hmm. Think about it, my friends. And I pray that our able God will give us all abundant grace to keep up with a, a, a life of service and sacrifice this season and always. Let us pray. Oh, Father God, we want to thank you this morning for the power of your word. We just want to thank you for Jesus, his birth, his life, his death and resurrection. We thank you that people like us could approach the throne of grace because the King Jesus came to bridge that massive sinking gap between us and you. Abba, we pray that you will help us to live a life of service and sacrifice just like the King Lived and displayed to us all to the very end, and as we go about our weekend and into a new week, we cover ourselves with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, our King. Oh, may we return next week to give you all glory. Praise and thanksgiving. Bringing our testimonies with us. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. For in Jesus Christ, mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Well, I want to thank you, friends once again, for choosing to join me this morning to review the Word of God together on the same topic as last week, following the King. If you didn't listen to us last week, if you didn't study with us last week, I implore you to listen to what we did last week and then come back to this week. I suppose this is all we've got for this morning. I'll see you bright and Early again. Oh, lest I forget. It might not be me. It might not be myself presenting um, review next week uh, since it's Christmas. And we've got Christmas messages for next week and the week after, which is Christmas day. Um, I've got three big helpers like I always have every Christmas. Well, they help me once a year which is fantastic, which is great. So um, I just want to prepare your minds. I think it will be Leah presenting your review um, next week. Um, If you have been with us for a while, you must have listened to Leah uh, present review at Christmas. So expect her next week by God's grace. I should be in the house. I should be in background somewhere, if I'm allowed. But expect Leah next week, uh, presenting review by God's grace. But until then, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you and your entire household. Now... And forever. Amen. Jesus, God's